days at the stick. From who's got it better than us to brick by brick. It's always the 49ers way from off season to game day. Yeah, we talk back. It's the 49ers cut back. It's 49ers. Cutback podcast time. Welcome to the show, everyone. San Francisco 49ers absolutely dominated the Dallas Cowboys. Boy, did that feel good. 42 to 10 for the San Francisco 49ers. And it was a absolutely fantastic performance from top to bottom. Offense, defense, special teams. Uh, the 49ers were one of the best in all categories. And they proved it on Sunday night against the Dallas Cowboys. It was spectacular. And I, I got a question for everyone in chat. How about them Cowboys, huh? Oh, that felt good to see the 49ers absolutely take care of business and handle what was presumed to be one of the top three teams in the NFC. And now it looks like the Cowboys are not even close to being on the level of the San Francisco 49ers and Philadelphia Eagles, who both remain undefeated. But the 49ers do it in dominant fashion. Absolutely dominant. And what's up to everyone? That's in chat. I feel this from WTM. That W felt so good. It really did. Uh, it really did. Brad Jones says, so glad. Took the day off for work to watch that game. It was worth it. It definitely was work worth it. Uh, every moment of that game was just exciting, exhilarating. And you've seen great execution from the 49ers on multiple fronts. The defense was spectacular, right? Uh, the conversation has started to go, hey, is the offense, you know, overtaking the defense? Is the offense more potent? Is the offense the better of the two? And then the defense said, not so fast, my friend. Uh, to quote Lee Corso, they were fantastic today. They handled Dallas. They shook up Dak. They were in the receiver's kitchen all day long. They stopped the run. It was just an impressive performance by the defense, not to mention four turnovers caused Fred Warner getting involved, causing turnovers. Oren Burks with an interception. You had the deep one to Sean Gibson with an interception in this game. It, it was really spectacular. Of course, Fred Warner punching the one out from Tony Pollard. The, the crazy spin along the sidelines. And Kevin Givens comes up with it. Uh, just great plays. And what's up to my guy, Josh? Josh is in chat. How's it going, Josh? Uh, welcome to the show. And yeah, it was one of those days where everything uh, that the 49ers were getting going ab absolutely worked for them. And Ernest says, cutback crew, you know the drill, guys. East Coast, early wake up, leaving like and a woot. Let's go, all pro Fred. Thanks for stopping by, Ernest. I'll catch you throughout the week. Uh, there'll be plenty of content coming out. We got a lot of Cowboys conversation to have. We're going to enjoy this 49ers versus Cowboys victory. And then, of course, just like always, we'll turn it over, but... Uh, it was absolutely fantastic. And Josh just told you easy dub. Uh, Jan says epic beatdown, and that's how it feels. And Ernest says any news on Drake. Now, I seen Drake back in the game, or at least I thought he was earlier, uh, but I did not hear anything. I am wondering uh, about, you know, Drake Jackson. I'm wondering about Aaron Banks. I think those are the two question marks. Banks hurting his biceps. So that'll be something to monitor. Hopefully nothing significant. They never quite gave the rule out. They kind of just made him questionable. I'm hoping that means it's a bicep strain and not a tear. Uh, but we'll see what happens when, you know, they they get to the injuries. And Shooter says that was a statement win. It was. They put everyone on notice in prime time 
that the 49ers are the absolute best team in the league. In a day that we saw the Buffalo Bills falter, we saw the Philadelphia Eagles play a close, tight game against the Rams. We saw the San Francisco 49ers absolutely dominate what was the best scoring defense in the, enti- in the entire league and one of the best defenses overall. They put 42 on them. And not just that, then they held their offense, who had been spectacular, averaging over 30 points a game, to just 10. It was a dominant statement performance by the 49ers. The 49ers had some mistakes in this game, could easily have scored 50 without mistakes. It was just absolutely tearing it up. And Ernest says, Niners did better than me in Madden, LMO. And that's the funny thing. Lots of people came through, weren't happy with the Madden sim. They still watched it. Thank you guys for watching the Madden Sim. Over 21,000 people watched the Madden Sim right here on 40 Hours Cutback. Uh, but it was a 35-7 to 7 prediction for Madden. It wasn't that far off. And so uh, Madden strikes again. It's, it's, it's really one of the funniest things. And that's what Arnold says here. Any news on Banks? Hope it's not bad. I haven't heard anything. Uh, so we'll, we'll see. You know, maybe people can drop it in chat if they end up seeing something that comes through about Banks. This, of course, is Aunt Christmas, my birthday, which is two days after Christmas, <laughs> and something else uh, all at once tonight. There you go. So, uh, Mr. Corey letting everyone know how he's feeling. Travis says, let's go, TCC. I don't have any words for this win. I might cry. I need everyone to put some respect on Purdy, top 10 quarterback, and he isn't 10 through 7. I, I like that. I-, I think that Brock Purdy is asserting himself every single time he goes out there. He's executing this offense at the highest of levels. Some of the throws that he makes are absolutely spectacular. He had that two-play sequence uh, where the 49ers ended up getting a holding call uh, that brought a play back that he throws it to Debo Samuel on an absolute rope over the middle of the field where Debo gets it down to about the 20-yard line. Uh, the fact he threw it over the top of Van Der Esch, the perfect level, right to Debo in stride where Debo could keep up his speed. Those are elite throws. Uh, that's elite anticipation the exact right touch, the exact right velocity. Brock Purdy's executing at such a high level right now. Anyone that doesn't put him in the top 10 quarterbacks and the way that he's executing this offense, I don't know what else to say to you. It's just absolutely spectacular to see. Uh, so I, I'm a very big fan of that. So I, I like your statement. He's top 10. And D. Wilson's Ant, even special team showed out. Yeah, and let's give props to Ronnie Bell for continuing to be such a great gunner. Uh, the 49 40- had injuries at the position with Womack, with uh, Danny Gray, and they were two of our best. And then you see him step up, and he's made great plays, two big-time plays, pinning the Cowboys deep. Mitch Wisnowski with great punts. Uh, He's doing his job. And then Raider McLeod has some good returns as well. So, yeah, special teams, getting it done. To me, uh, this is exactly what you need from the San Francisco 49ers. You need complementary football, all three phases. And I thought today was one of those days where all three phases played really well and what's up to my guy randy daytona what's up uh welcome to chat i'm glad you're in here and brad jones says i think fred just put his hand up for defensive mvp and you know i went on twitter i didn't go on twitter too much i wanted to focus on the game that was one that i wasn't working for psf and i really wanted to to focus in on and just watch and enjoy this game and have kind of that fan experience and the one thing i said and tweeted from this game was dre and fred are the top two linebackers in the league and I know what I said. Those two guys are the best. I don't care. I know there's lots of good linebackers in the league. I'm not even saying this is the best tandem. They are the best tandem, but they're also the two best linebackers in the league. Uh, they just absolutely flying around. It's so good. 
Uh, WTM says, Coach Ant, what grade do you give our O-line tonight? I thought the O-line played fantastic. Here you're going to get great strain, right, uh, from a Cowboys defense that puts tremendous pressure on the quarterback. They got Micah Parsons. Uh, they got Lawrence. Uh, they've got all these guys. They got Armstrong. They're going to come after you. They're going to get you. Uh, they didn't. I mean, Brock Purdy was able to pretty much have some clean room to be able to throw the football. I thought the offensive line did great. I'm giving the offensive line an A, and that's without seeing uh, the All-22 film. Uh, but I thought they were in there competing. They were in there battling. And, you know, that's what you have to do against a defensive wave and a defensive force like this. Were there mistakes? Absolutely. But when you're going against a team that has this quality as far as offensive line play, uh, or I mean, as, far as, as far as defensive line play, you have to make sure you play at a high level. And I thought they did a good job. I thought Kyle did a really good job of keeping them off balance, of making sure he stayed committed to the run game, even when sometimes it wasn't working out. He still stayed with it. And by the end of the game, they were absolutely breaking down that defense. So, yeah, I love it. Uh, and I like that Steve-O comes through with, yee. I love it. Uh, it was, a, it was a, just a fun performance by the 49ers. Marvin says they absolutely slaughtered uh, the Cowboys. And that's how I was feeling. Uh, so Brad Jones says Drake wasn't on the injury wrap from Kyle. That kind of confirms my beliefs that I thought he got the wind knocked out of him. He was hit square in the back against uh, Bosa. So his, his Bosa's shoulder kind of went into his back. I thought that probably knocked the wind out of him. Uh, so I thought he would be okay. And guess what, guys? We're going to have Randy Gregory, right? He's going to be coming back as well. So that's going to be a lot of fun to have him uh, back and better than ever uh, coming up here pretty soon. So, guys, real quick, football is back, and Bet Online is your number one information source for all your sports wagering info with all the up-to-date minute stats, news, scores, and matchup breakdowns. Get the latest game odds, spreads, and totals from the NFL and college football at your fingertips with Bet Online's real-time updates on statistics, news, and odds. From week one all the way to the college football playoff and Super Bowl, Bet Online gives you the access to the best football promotions and contests available anywhere online. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to get in on the action. And remember to use our promo code BELIEVE. That's B-L-E-A-V in all caps to receive our 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Uh, so paying the bills a little bit, guys. So thank you guys so much. And D. Will says this. Glad Kittle got his TDs. Uh, Kittle, three catches, right? I was looking at the stats. It's, it's pretty ridiculous when you're going over the stats of the game and you start looking at what the stats are for George Kittle. Three catches, 67 yards, three touchdowns. Uh, it's, he had four targets in the entire game, and three of them were caught for three touchdowns. Tremendous. I mean, so just when you see a guy having that amount of success, you know it's because other players are opening it up for him. Plus, the four yards got a little creative, a little razzle-dazzle. Uh, but if you're putting so much focus on McCaffrey, you're putting focus on Debo Samuel, you're putting focus on Brandon Ayuk, at some point, you just don't have enough focus for George Kittle. And then he makes those plays. Uh, so I, I love that for sure. And uh, M M Marvin says, always watch your Madden. And I really appreciate that, Marvin. Uh, it's, it's fun. I enjoy doing the Madden, and a lot of people really enjoyed it. So uh, that's going to be great. Ryan M says, that Niners D turned the Dallas-Texas coast offense and turned it into texas toast Ooh, i like that a lot and we got i bleed red and gold with the super chat here it says bakery is open fresh turnovers courtesy of damn 
<laughs> uh, there was fresh turnovers all over the place. Uh, the the 49ers created four turnovers in this game, and it was three interceptions. Dak Prescott threw three picks, and then you have the fumble as well. So you come into the game, Dallas Cowboys had created 10 turnovers on defense. The 49ers had created five. Dallas created one in this game with the fumble by McCaffrey. The 49ers created four. You come in with a two-to-one advantage for Dallas. You walk in with Dallas having two more turnovers than the 49ers on the season. Absolutely spectacular performance by the 49ers. Defense was flying around, making plays. Every single starting secondary player has now caused an interception this season once Gibson got his. So you have Demo with one. You have Isaiah Oliver with one. You have Charvarius Ward with one. You have Tayshawn Gibson with one. You have Talanoa Funga with two. Uh, so that is spectacular. And now all but Dre Greenlaw at the linebacker position that are starters have interceptions. Fred has one. Oren Burks has one. Dre, what are you doing, man? It's time to step up. Dre was fantastic today. Running Dak down, throwing people around, being physical, knocking receivers out. Absolutely love it. Uh, so he's spectacular. Another super chat comes in here from WTM demonstrations only i love it uh so thank you so much wtm so yeah i mean the 49ers are playing just at a high level right now and, and that's exactly what you want to see you know from this team and and what's up to my guy david v david v says hashtag tcc and if you're watching and you haven't subscribed subscribe to the channel uh really appreciate it also like the video if you're listening on audio platform after the fact 49ers cut back on Unbelieve. Thank you guys so much. I really appreciate it. Uh, and Arnold is saying what everyone's thinking. Stephen A. Smith is going to have a heyday tomorrow. He predicted the Cowboys getting blown out, and that's his team. Yeah, he's going to have fun. Skip's going to struggle a little bit. Randy Daytona says Brock Purdy is a top five quarterback. I'm not going to argue for one second. I, I'm with you. I'm, I'm going with you on this. I'm wearing my Brock Purdy real deal t-shirt. I don't know if you guys can see it. Brock Purdy real deal t-shirt. Uh, that's what I'm wearing today because he's the real deal. Uh, Kyle Shanahan said it, and people snickered. People, people kind of tried to act like maybe he wasn't. He's the real deal. We're through five games, uh, but really what we are is watching a player that as long as he plays and finishes a game, he wins. He's a winner, but he makes all the right throws, all the right checks. Uh, he's just absolutely spectacular. Um, I like this from Phil. He says, I got grotesque when I found myself calling for a field goal there at the end. Yeah, let's get all the points. We want everything, right? Let's go ahead and put those guys down. That's absolutely hilarious. I love that so much. Well done, Phil. <laughs> and so, I mean, the thing is right now, the 49ers are operating at a high level at a multitude of positions. But let's look at Brock Purdy's numbers real quick. And don't worry, I'm not going to miss out on your questions if you're asking questions. Of course, if you super chat, I'll get to those a little bit sooner. Uh, but I'm going to try to go through and answer people's questions. But Brock Purdy today, 17 of 24 for 252 yards, a 10.5 average, which is solid. He had four touchdowns. Uh, it was 144.4 rating. So think about this. Last week, Brock Purdy threw one incompletion over 300 yards and his quarterback rating was in the 130s this week he he throws seven incompletions uh not as many yards but he had four touchdowns so he's a 144 rating it, it's spectacular and then you look at Dak Prescott in contrast he threw 10 incompletions 14 of 24 
153 yards, one touchdown, the big touchdown uh, to Kevontae Turpin. We talked about this. If you watched the previous show, I was worried about it being Brandon Cooks in that matchup in the slot running that corner route against Isaiah Oliver. It ends up being Kevontae Turpin, same idea, speed guy. Same thing we used to worry about with K1 Williams. By the way, though, Oliver has that mistake. Oliver was spe- spectacular in this football game. So let's remember that as well. He was absolutely great. So I got to give props uh, to Isaiah Oliver and what he was providing for this team. Uh, so that was really fun to see Oliver flying around making plays. So Lou says, Ant, what a complete game by San Francisco. They came to play. All three phases of the team played lights out. Kyle and Wilkes had a good game plan tonight. The team responded. This is exactly what they've been working for. Uh, exactly the, the kind of production that Kyle's been expecting. And this is even with Kyle being frustrated at halftime because they left opportunities to score points on the field. They wanted to be able to get more points in that first half, and they easily could have. They absolutely shredded the Cowboys' defense. They were taking advantage of everything that they were giving them. They were having key runs. They were making big-time plays. They were converting on third down. Uh, they were doing it all. A Dallas defense that allowed just 30% a conversion rate on third down was allowing the first team 49ers offense over 60%. It was a well-played game by the 49ers. They were executing. They were staying on schedule, which made easy third down conversions. So you're right, Lou. This was a complete performance by the San Francisco 49ers, and that's everything you want. Uh, so Brad Jones says, Banks, something over the bicep, not sure if it's a strain or a tear. Kyle did say he heard it. The, high, the higher end of the bicep, not the lower, and the lower is season-ending injury. So that's good news. Hopefully, we'll get more news on that tomorrow, and it'll end up being, once they get the MRI and everything, uh, that Banks is okay. So hopefully, um, hopefully it, doesn't, it, it doesn't end up being bad for Banks. Banks has been playing so good this year. Uh, but thankfully, uh, Feliciano stepped in. He had cleared concussion protocol, and he came in, and I thought Feliciano – Held, held up very well against the interior defensive line of the Dallas Cowboys, which was a question in this game. I thought he did really, really good. So a uh, big fan of it, for sure. Uh, David, what's up? David Morazzo in the house says, Brock will start getting MVP talk if he continues. I think so, too. I, I think he should. You know, him and Christian McCaffrey should be two of the, the guys who are going to get that, you know, that attention, for sure. And Harold says, let's go, 49ers. I like that, Harold. Welcome. Uh, Mr. Corey says, Ant, I hate the Cowboys and have several Cowboys friends. I'm 48 and go way back with the rivalry. I'm on cloud nine. Yeah, you have to be on cloud nine. And, of course, we know this is one of those rivalries. We all have Cowboy fans uh, that are friends, and this one just feels a little bit better. Everyone walks a little bit uh, taller tomorrow. Everyone can, can kind of feel like a weight is off their shoulder. You can be excited because anyone that felt this rivalry in the 70s, 80s, 90s, uh, you know how big these games are. And right now, the 49ers are in a part of their history where they are dominating the Dallas Cowboys. Right now, they own Mike McCarthy and this, uh, this Cowboys you know, incarnation that's been put together by Jerry Jones. They absolutely own them. Uh, Jay Ellie says, yes, sir. Brownies are next on the menu. Let's go, crew. Yeah, so the Cleveland Browns will be next up. Uh, that'll be some some pass rush coming uh, from them as well. So it's gonna be a good one. Um, you know, coming up next week, it's a ten o'clock start time. It's road games, 
So it's never going to go away. The 49ers still got tough games, but I like it. Harold says Greenlaw and Warner are the best linebackers in the NFL. Couldn't agree more. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think we're on the same wavelength here. And, and Harold says Mason did great. Let's go 49ers. I thought he did. In a game where the 49ers wanted to run directly at the Dallas Cowboys, he was a nice player to have available. Uh, last year in the playoffs, believe it or not, it was Elijah Mitchell who led the team with 51 yards rushing, even though Christian McCaffrey was on the roster. So the effectiveness is always not about Christian McCaffrey, but the other guy uh, picking it up. Even though McCaffrey battled today, I thought that Jordan Mason did a good job. And that touchdown on the on the last play, you know, one of the last plays of the game where they were trying to score, the rest of them are just trying to run out the clock. Uh, I thought it was a great play by him. It was a good read, a nice physical run. And it's good to see him rewarded with a touchdown. He deserves it. And Mr. Corey is already talking Browns. He says, I'll be at the four yards Browns game next week. Any chance of a letdown? Absolutely not. This team is not going to let down at all. It's never going to be a mindset problem for them. Too many great leaders on their football team and too much of a focus knowing that they need to keep winning if they're going to make all roads head through Levi Stadium in the playoffs. They want that number one seed. They want everyone to have to travel to Levi's and they want to win a Super Bowl. And so, no, no letdown is coming. Fred, George, Trent, uh, Brock, these guys are not letting that happen. And there's way more leaders than that. Uh, they're going to be full focused and ready to roll. Arnold says, uh, O-line balling. Trent was punking dudes. Yeah, they were throwing guys around. They were, they were dominating. A team of Dallas has built on speed was getting brutalized. And I got to give credit to Dallas. They came out at the beginning of the game. They were trying to impose physicality, trying to impose their will. The problem is you can't bully the bullies, and the 49ers absolutely bullied Dallas Cowboys again. They come in every single time looking to get in your face, but uh, you know, once again, once you get punched in the mouth, things change, and they were definitely doing a good job. And that's what Marvin's reiterating here. The O-line beat the crap out of Dallas. They kept Parsons from having an impact. They hurt them. Yeah, they were. They were dominating at every single point. They were getting physical. They were making sure they stayed on blocks. It was a solid performance. So I was a, a big fan of the offensive line, and I think that was a question mark. One of those question marks was how was Colton McKivitz going to hold up in this game? I thought Colton McKivitz did absolutely fantastic, which is good uh, because in, as far as question marks go, there's not many. And also, we're talking about O-line here. Imagine the D-line. We're about to have... Randy Gregory joining the team and heading to Cleveland next week. So you got to think that's an uptick from the guys opposite of Nick Bosa. So the defensive line gets another weapon, uh, and the defensive line looked good. Bosa looked good today. Armstead, Hargrave always looks good. Uh, but Kevin Givens making a play. Kinlaw out there roughing people. I like the way our front sevens were looking for sure. Um, Let's see. Right here, David Campbell. McCaffrey got hammered tonight, almost had his head torn off and took a helmet to helmet he did they were definitely going in with the intention of laying the wood on christian mccaffrey i thought the first penalty for sure the face mask was egregious i didn't like that one a whole lot the helmet to helmet by wilson is also the same one who face masked him i think he was out to get christian mccaffrey in this game mccaffrey is tougher than people give him credit for and he battled but you're right he took a beating it was good to see them be able to get him out of the game him not have to play in the fourth quarter and then rely 
you know, on Jordan Mason in the run game, a little TDP action to close this thing out. And the fact that it was over so soon makes them be able to protect Christian McCaffrey uh, moving forward. So it, it's crazy. Harold says, some YouTube channels started a negative narrative about Juszczyk. Some fake 49ers fans were hating on Juszczyk. Glad to see Juice got a TD. Yeah, there's no re reason to hate on Juice. I think the only reason you would hate on Juice if you don't understand his impact in Kyle Shanahan's offense. He is very impactful without the ball in his hands, whether that's motioning, moving, where he lines up, blocking. Uh, Kyle Juszczyk does a great job. Has he had perfect play this year? No, uh, but he's going to be used when they need. And here's the thing. Over the last two weeks, the 49ers have been running a tremendous amount of 21 personnel. That's two running backs and one tight end. They can only do that if they have Kyle Juszczyk on the field. And the reason they can do that is because Kyle Juszczyk becomes a mismatch, not only blocking, but also catching the football, which we saw on display here. Uh, so, yeah, there's no reason to hate on um, Kyle Juszczyk at all. And what's up, Soli? How's it going? It says, aloha, everyone. Uh, welcome, for sure. And David Morales says, looking forward to watching Gregory line up. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that as well. Let's see what else we got going on in chat. I'm always interested to see, you know, what we'll have in chat because everyone's always got some fun stuff. Uh, I like this from Harold. 49ers defense was electric. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I think the defense was so good. Uh, and D. Will says, 49ers defense stopped Dallas run game only 57 yards. Yeah, it was a tremendous performance. When you go through and you look at the numbers for the 49ers in this game, uh, it was an absolutely spectacular performance on a few, a few levels. Uh, they were dominating at, at certain positions, uh, but when you start going the numbers for numbers, it is absolutely ridiculous in the 49ers' favor. So first downs of 49ers had 25 first downs to the Cowboys' eight. That is crazy. Third downs of 49ers in six of 11, but we know some of those are because you're going to have players, uh, you know, in at the end of the game, and you're not converting on those. But Dallas goes four of 11. Uh, total yards, 49ers 421 uh, to the Dallas Cowboys, only getting, um, let's see what they got here. Dallas Cowboys, I, I think I scrolled too far, everyone, just a second. They got 197, so whew, that is an absolute beating. Uh, the 49ers had four sacks in the football game. They only had one sack on Brock Purdy. That was a sack of two yards. Uh, 170 rushing yards for the San Francisco 49ers to 57 rushing yards for the Dallas Cowboys. Red zone, Dallas never made it in the red zone. They were 0 of 0. 49ers were 4 of 5 in the game. And then the 49ers held the ball for 37 minutes to Dallas's 22 absolute domination at several positions absolutely crazy uh so that is a that's solid performance by the san francisco 49ers and uh ryan says i never expected it to be over going into the fourth quarter i think that's a fair assessment i think a lot of people were believing that as well you can't can't possibly think it's going to be you know done that quick uh phil says hashtag tcc thanks so much phil for being in the chat as well um I like this right here. Jan says, remember, Ant, I was calling Purdy the baby goat since day one. You were. You know what I mean? And that's the thing. 
Brock Purdy, I mean, a lot of people kind of came on late, uh, but they, I mean, he has been doing absolutely uh, fantastic. I love what Brock Purdy has been bringing to this 49ers team. And I think he's executed at some of the highest of levels. Uh, the way he runs this offense, he gets him in the right place. He gets you know in and out of what Kyle wants him to run and then finds the right receivers with great reads. I can't wait to break down this All-22 over on Patreon. Uh, if you've been coming through and watching the All-22 breakdowns on Patreon, it's been so much fun because I've been able to really get into these breakdowns of how these guys are playing. So uh, Kyle Shannon has been putting on a master class right now of executing. Um, and, you know, I think that's one of the things we see from the 49ers consistently is just solid play, solid execution, and that's what makes it tough uh, when you're playing them is just a solid execu- execution every play. D. Wilson's Purdy is really playing better than any quarterback that I've seen playing on TV this season, and I think it's becoming a legitimate uh, conversation because Brock continues to go out there, right? And here's a big test. So what happens is there's a lot of times there's these markers, right? They set these these levels oh well Brock needs to play well against this team uh Brock needs to play good on the road against Pittsburgh that was the first one right uh then then Brock needed to overcome playing on Thursday night the short week uh then Brock needed to play against a big time defense like Dallas and now it'll be that Brock needs to beat Philadelphia again in Philadelphia and pretty soon it'll be no that Brock needs to get to the Super Bowl or Brock needs to win the Super Bowl there's all these qualifiers but all it is is Brock Purdy going out there and answering questions every single time he goes out there. He just answers the bell, makes the right play, and makes great decisions. And that's why we've seen Brock Purdy not turn over the football but continue to put up touchdowns. The 49ers in the last two games haven't even kicked a field goal. They've just been scoring touchdowns. It's been absolutely dynamic. Uh, so, I mean, I don't, I don't know what kind of stretch these guys are on, but Kyle Shanahan is in the flow. He's got the right players around him, and they're going out there and executing at a high level. Uh, This is interesting right here from Mr. Corey. Mr. Corey says, wait until Danny Gray joins the offense and Kalia Davis in the defense. I wonder what's going to happen with Danny Gray. Uh, Because Danny Gray, I mean, do you bring him back back right now? Do you need him? I think it's interesting. We had a little bit of conversation about this on Patreon this week on the Ant Hill Show, and uh, he's not really wanting to bring back, you know, Danny Gray anytime soon. He kind of likes the way uh, that he gets it. And then Mike says, Dre destroys people. That's his job. Couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more. I mean, that's what that's literally what his job is, and he tears it up. Uh, and WTM says, Coach Ant, where, where do we go from here? We go to Cleveland. I mean, that's what it's about. It's about going to Cleveland and rolling over the momentum, making sure you execute against another really good defense. Uh, we'll see what happens with their offense and how good it is. Uh, Deshaun Watson's been dealing with injuries. We'll see what his availability is going to be. And then the four years just got to get after it. It's a two. It's a two-game stretch on the road again. Uh, so the week one, two, week two matchup, they were on the road. They played, you know, at Pittsburgh and they had to travel back and then play at LA, which is a short trip. Uh, this this one they're going to Cleveland. It's a 10 a.m. start time, uh, Pacific time. That's always a tough matchup for a West Coast team, but. 49ers have played really well in those situations. Uh, then you got Minnesota on Monday night. So uh, two matchups that you should be able to win, but you have to go out there and prove it. And I know the 49ers aren't going to worry about it mentally. It's just about going out there and executing play by play. So I'm, I'm excited about it. I think, I think they're going to be just fine, but that's where we go from here. We head to Cleveland and head to that matchup. Mr. Corey says, Ant, I'm going to 49ers-Browns game next week. Any chance of a letdown after this? No. 
Absolutely not. There's no letdowns. No letdowns for the 49ers. I'm not believing it one bit. Uh, because this 49ers team is absolutely set up uh, to get everything that you need done. So I'm definitely not worried about it. And Michael Humphrey in the house. What's up, Michael? Says Kyle, Wilkes, and Purdy should no longer be doubted by anyone. I like it. Right? I mean, right now, this offense is operating at probably the most electric and efficient that I've ever seen them with Kyle Shanahan as the play caller. The quarterback is playing at such a high level, the most efficiency you can get. The ratings are through the roof. The precision passing is through the roof. Uh, and then he's got all the playmakers he needs. And then when you flip it to the other side, Fred Warner is an absolute monster. Dre's flying, flying around making plays. The secondary is holding up on the back end. Yeah, I mean, you give up one here or there, but they played really well. They're answering the bell every single time. So I, I'm in agreement with this right now. It's like, why are we doubting these guys? I mean, let's just enjoy the ride, right? I mean, Michael Humphrey's right. It was a spectacular performance uh, from most. Mike Thompson says, is Gregory better than any of our other DNs other than Bosa? Yes. Uh, so Randy Gregory has more technique uh, and is further along. He has more quickness than Cleveland Farrell. I will say this, Cleveland Farrell is good at setting the edge against the run. Uh, but right now, Drake Jackson hasn't been able to uh, win as many one-on-ones and third and longs as they would like. And Cleveland Farrell uh, doesn't get home as rapidly as they want. So right now, teams have been able to double Nick Bosa, double Eric Armstead, and in some case, double Hargrave. Uh, they would keep six guys there and be able to single up and max protect against you know, your one guy on the side. Those were situations that Ebucom and Aminihu had to win, and now it'll be Randy Gregory. He has 19 and a half career sacks. That's more than Farrell. That's more than Drake Jackson combined. Uh, so he's he's definitely well-equipped to handle this. He's got quickness. He's well-experienced. He's almost 31 years old. Uh, so, yeah, I think he'll be an improvement at the edge position opposite of Nick Bosa. And that's been something we've been trying to see uh, if, if, you know, was going to happen, if they would be able to get one of these guys. Um, I like this from Mr. Corey. And right before the game, one of my Cowboy friends texted me and said, hate to crash your party, but Cowboys by six with Pollard having a career game. Yikes. That did not work out for them. Big yikes. Bill says, best part of this game is that everyone got to touch the ball and they all did well. I love that. Yeah, I mean, that's it. They're all executing at such a high level. Uh, the offense is playing really good. And, and KDR uses his membership abilities to do a super chat here. It says, if I may quote the great philosopher Ric Flair, woo! I like that. 25 months for KNDR. Congratulations. Well done, KNDR. KNDR, big supporter of the program. Uh, Caleb's one of the best. So thanks so much, Caleb. And I love the Ric Flair. Woo! Gotta love it. Uh, Uncle Rob. What's up, Uncle Rob? Says, tears in Texas tonight, representing the faithful. You gotta love that. If you're living in Texas and you gotta deal with that, that's gonna be fantastic. Uh, lots of people can walk with their shoulders back uh, and chins high walking through Texas right now. Uh, so, and Brad Jones says, got to bring back Gray and Womack for special teams to be great gunners, saying Bell is killing it in that area. That's the one thing that makes it so Danny Gray might not have to come back. We know that it's going to be a little bit of time for Womack, so we'll see. Uh, but you're right. I mean, special teams-wise, those two are are the real deal. They are really good at playing special teams. And um, Mike says, nice to see the Stars wearing baseball caps in the fourth quarter. Haven't seen that since Steve Young days. Yeah, it's nice to see them absolutely dominate, right? 
And Joseph Whiteburn says, man, what a performance. If we could stay healthy and continue to play this way all season, Jesus might be number six. I think people are starting to believe it now. You know, I mean, there's people that are starting to believe that this 49ers team uh, can can continue to uh, get these plays. And then Whitebird, Joseph Whitebird says, give credit to the defensive coordinator for today's game plan. We shut down Lamb and Parsons. Uh, definitely did. Absolutely did. They took advantage, and they did a lot of really big things on the outside. Um, and we got this. I like this from Ronald. Mark says, I knew we were going to beat the Cowgirls, but never thought we were going to kill them. Dang it, I live in Texas, so my week is going to be sweet. Uh, Texas 49er fans are about to be on another level this week, absolutely enjoying the fact that they can drag Cowboy fans through every conversation because uh, Cowboy fans really thought this was going to be their time, that they were going to get to the 49ers. You know, even the players thought, hey, we're going to get to them. Uh, no can do. And this is why, because the Niners are absolutely focused. You are correct, Mike. Absolutely fantastic. Well, guys, I'm going to check out. It's a late night. I do have work tonight, so I'm going to be on the move. But thank you guys all so much for coming through. And I will catch you guys on the next one. Tons of content coming out this week. This episode, of course, brought to you by Bet Online, where the game starts. So come back and join me for more content during the week. But I'll catch you guys on the next one. Until then, stay safe. And remember, the right way is always the 49ers way.